0: Imperial Battleship, halt the flow of time! I cannot swim, you Spanish peacock! I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You're five-star, double-rated Astronomy Catrix. Uh, uh, Of uh, space. A what? Space, herpy. Give me the remote control! Heavens, General, that
1: sounds like a woman! Impossible! svar på Plan 9 from Outer Space. Welcome, listener, to Starcrashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. In this episode, we'll discuss Santa Claus Conquers the Martians from 1964. My name is Ebba.
2: And my name is Linnea.
1: So, Linnea, how you doing?
2: uh i'm i'm fairly tired today i had a long day uh, in school um and actually uh, i had both uh, group studies and a lecture in school today and actually in uh, the building neighboring mine uh, i was in the biology building and uh, the neighbor one of the neighboring buildings is the physicum where the physicists are uh, there was actually an explosion today oh. so <laughs> what yes uh nothing nothing uh criminal uh no nothing like that it was just uh they think it was a compressor that
1: uh exploded oh my uh, god due to technical faulties Faults. oh my god someone messed up there's no technical (laughs) like faults it's someone messed up
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i can just imagine you you're just a vault that you have close, and things go wrong. But oh luckily, no one was injured. But there is a uh, part of the wall that has been completely oh blown out. Oh my god!
1: But that is like, <laughs> my god, that was an ex like an aggressive explosion, though. Like not just like yes. maybe a chair, like just you know tumbling over. Like an actual wall. Like oh my god. Wow, dramatic, very dramatic. Yes. We had none of those fun things when I lived there six months ago. It was just la la la. la. No
0: explosions, <laughs> no nothing.
1: But then again, I was never in any of those laboratories because I didn't even go to like university at that time. So if I had gone to university and I had been maybe in in the vicinity of those buildings, maybe there'd been explosions every day just because like <laughs> I can't handle anything like that. So you know.
2: Well, I've been at university for several years now and I think I've experienced twice that we've had to evacuate. One was in a chemistry building where- Because of you? No, no, not because of me. (laughs) Lies. Uh, There was uh, some uh, gas leakage in a chemistry building once. Oh my god, was Was it your gas
1: leakage? No! (laughs) Sorry, I had to. God, I'm such a baby. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was the gas of Uranus, no, I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Oh, you bested me! Oh! Oh god.
0: (laughs) okay okay
1: settle down settle down people (laughs) so christmas is coming right up like tomorrow like we're recording this beforehand but tomorrow is christmas how do you feel about that like we're gonna audience listener whatever we're gonna get to the movie we're gonna watch soon (laughs) but we need to talk about christmas first okay it's a big deal so how are you feeling about that
2: Uh, well i love christmas but it kind of felt like It wasn't Christmas that long ago, so, you know, another year has passed. and uh, I don't know how much I've actually accomplished in my life in this year, but yeah, I get to spend time
1: with my family, so that's great. Yeah, it's always like the worst when you're like thinking about, oh, what did I actually do this year? But, (laughs) you know, I kind of think like the brain is kind of like... It tends to forget things a lot, like it tends to just filter stuff out, even like maybe sometimes important fun things. So, you know, it's just just think of your brain like a dumb filter and you've actually done stuff this year. You know,
2: well, we have started a podcast this year. So that's yes.
1: And I am branching out as like Dr. Ebba, you know, like a Dr. Phil (laughs) podcast, because I feel like I can give really good personal advice on other people's lives. Yeah. I'm Excellent (laughs) like that. So. (laughs) Yeah, but Christmas. Christmas. I'm looking forward to it. Um I'm looking forward to uh, glug. Oh, yes. Uh, I love glug. Yeah, and I also I really Which if we if we yeah, have international viewers,
2: they will have no idea what we're talking about. Uh glug is a is a spiced heated wine drink. It's not pure wine, but it's sort of uh uh, a version of it, it's based on wine anyway, yeah. uh, and we drink it every Christmas.
1: It's delicious.
2: <coughs> yes. And it's usually quite high alcohol health, so...
1: Yeah, there there are non-alcoholic um, versions, and also very some that are very low in content, but there are also like wine glug that is like wine, but very sweet, so sweet uh, wine. I sweet, think the, stro- wine.
2: the strongest one that I've tasted was 20% alcohol.
1: That sounds really high, but yeah, okay. Yeah, that's unusually high. Yeah, usually
2: it's fifteen percent or two percent. Yeah, that's like twenty sounds
1: Very high, but you drink, you drink it in very small amounts, so usually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, this is not the glug plot podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of glug. I can talk about glug for a long time. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Do are you, are, <laughs> you put almonds and raisins in your, in your glug, by the way? No, no, oh, I don't. You don't either. Oh, no. My God, you like the first one, I feel like. Uh, because I, d- I just think it's in the way. And, then yeah, just have and to I do not look for it. It's annoying. I don't
2: know. I don't get the point because I don't actually feel the taste of either the almonds or the raisins. Yeah. Like, what's. And especially if the, one of the biggest brands of glug in Sweden is Blossa. And Blossa, that version of glug, already tastes a lot like raisins. Like, there's a lot True. of raisin taste tasting that so I'm not sure I get the point (laughs)
1: Yeah, so I just
2: drink it straight as it is sometimes because usually you heat the glug but you can also drink it cold and I did try one time to drink it with some ice cubes uh, and
1: it uh, yeah it worked pretty good I've never tried that but um, I I actually mm, I really like that it's warm though
2: yes some glug kinds are better for that than others the one that I Ah. tried uh, had a taste of uh, elderflowers and and lemon, mm. uh, and I think that was very suitable for a cold drink.
1: So. Yeah, I just think that like it's winter, it's, it's kind of nice to um, drink warm things. Like I'm I'm the sort of person that like to drink like warmer milk at, at at night, you know, at evenings. Mm. <laughs> so I'm kind of um, uh, the uh, what do you say? The custom? No, what do you say? kundkrets <laughs> you know what whatever Tar- target
2: I, custom oh we
1: gotta God. get on with this podcast because i'm obviously <laughs> starting to lose words already and we haven't even spent like five minutes in so anyways santa claus conquers the martians oh boy before we get into spoiler territory would you recommend this film and like like who would you recommend it to if you do so
2: well, uh I would recommend it to the kind of people who enjoy Plan nine from outer space because uh it is the same kind of low budget film uh it is unintentionally funny uh though Santa Claus and Congress the Martians are also intentionally funny Mm. at some points, but uh, a lot of the enjoyment I had (laughs) from it was mostly sort of laughing at just the silliness and the bad effects and all that. So Mm. if you're the kind of person who really likes watching Plan 9 from Outer Space, I think you would like this one. So I would recommend it for you.
1: Yeah, uh, I'd go in the same vein. um, If you like that sort of bad but very charming Uh, and kind of like harmless, in a way, um, movies, then you'll enjoy this one. And it's something you can have in the background and feel the Christmas spirit kind of thing. And I also think that very young children could probably enjoy this as well. Um, You have funny adults in weird (laughs) costumes doing silly things. And I can see kids like laughing at that. And, you know, but it is also kind of slow. So as an adult and uh, maybe as an older older child that's used to maybe a bit more high gear I don't know what you want to call it but like um, fast-paced kids shows and things like that where a lot of things are happening on the screen so you might get a bit like oh this is a bit slow can we can we turn on frost again or something like that (laughs) Uh, so frozen it's frozen right can you tell I haven't seen that movie (laughs) Uh it's
2: it's frost in Swedish and frozen in English yes so both are correct. <laughs>
1: yes. Thank so, you, thank you. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians is a movie aimed at kids, uh, it it was from the beginning, and I think, like you say, it still works for, for some children today to watch and have fun. Um, and I read some comments from, I think it was the director, might have been the producer, uh, who sort of said that he, he saw a, a gap uh in in the movie industry because you know at the time this was 1964 we had disney producing movies for kids but very few other uh companies that made them so he was sort of you know oh there there's there's room for another film here so i he made it and uh it's not really a success but i mean we're watching it today, so uh, some success it was, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also like just not not like handing the monopoly totally to Disney is no, kind of no, true. admirable yeah. in a way. Even though I'm yeah. guessing that it was kind of more like an economical <laughs> uh, thing, <laughs> not like oh, I want I want to give the children some uh, uh, whatever, whatever. You know, it's probably just the money. But um, anyways, it's kind of charming. So let's get into what it is, because the title is kind of strange, like Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. What on earth is that? Um, And basically the very short version would be that uh, some Martians really want to have a Santa Claus for the Martian kids because they uh, think the kids need it right now. So they uh, attempt and successfully kidnap Santa Claus and Santa Claus is like, no, I want to get out of here. I don't want to be kidnapped. Uh, and then he escapes, I guess. I mean, that would be the very, very short version. I'm sure there's a better way to put it, but that's basically it. Uh, mm, yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to add on that before we actually get into the spoiler?
2: Well, I. it's not so much that Santa Claus... Escapes rather mm. that he convinces the Martian mm, to yeah, a
1: true. peaceful solution, I guess. But yeah, yeah, that's Other the conquering that, part. Good. That's uh, <laughs> very well put, <laughs> as always. Um, but yeah, anyway, so it opens with the uh, kid TV, I D T V. I don't really remember what they're saying, but they're visiting Santa's workshop. So it's kind of like this thing that people are, you know, Santa Claus is obviously even though he's a magical creature, he can be on television, and that's kind of cute, I think. So they're interviewing Santa Claus, and uh, it's kind of funny because Mama Santa Claus, I don't know what Mama Santa Claus is called actually in English. Uh, um, Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus. Okay, Mrs. Claus. Mama Santa Claus? Am I? Okay, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Actually,
2: fun (laughs) fact before you continue, Um, I I read this on Wikipedia and I didn't... Uh, like 100% check the sources, mm. but according to Wikipedia, this is the first appearance of Mrs. Claus in a motion picture. Oh, okay. Uh, so I I reckon oh. she had been featured in like written tales before this, but this was the first appearance in in a film. Mm. Cool of this of the character. So I I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and uh, Mrs. Santa Claus, she uh, she loses it when she realizes that it's <laughs> live on TV. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. But um, anyway, so the so Martian kids are watching Earth television, like KID TV. And uh, they're like glued to the screen, really loving what they're seeing. And uh, yeah, what happens next? Well... The Mars, the Martian kids, like there's two Martian kids in particular. and their dad is called Kimar and he's the leader of Mars pretty much. And he's really worried about the children because they won't they won't stop going on about Santa and the toys and they don't they've, they've stopped eating and sleeping properly. so he like he needs to like put them to sleep with sleeping pills. This is something that actually happens in the movie. Uh, so he sh- summons, like, the chief council to heed the wisdom of the ancient one. And he, like, appears out of like, a cloud of mist or whatever. Uh, and he's like, the, the, the ancient one, he's like, well, it is close to the time of the Christmas. And uh, <laughs> so he basically says, like, Mars, like, Martian kids, they're growing up too fast. Like, they're tiny adults before they're even, like, before they can even walk, you know. So they're rebelling and they need to have fun and play and like just, you know, they need to be kids again. Mars needs a Santa Claus, basically. So the chiefs, because there are several, I don't remember, maybe seven, let's say seven chiefs, uh, they decide to uh, kidnap Santa. And uh, it's kind of funny because then they go off in their craft and they're like looking down on Earth and they're seeing so many Santas. Santa's on the street corner. Santa just like oh, right, in department yeah. stores. Like. <laughs> and they're like, there's Santa. No, I'm looking at Santa over here. Uh. So they're kind of like confused. Uh, let's see what happens next. Uh, I have to think a bit. Uh, yeah, well, they encounter um, two kids, like two human kids. And then they kidnap them because they found out that the kids know about like where Santa lives. And that's the North Pole. So... The Martians—they go to North Pole, and it is this place that's really—it's a set that's kind of it's like very sixties, I'd say, um, early sixties. Like, I don't even know what. Do you know what kind of material they make these sets out of? It looks very styrofoamy, and they have this plastic snow everywhere, and it's—it's it's kind of adorable. The whole.
2: Yeah, I I don't know North what Pole. what it's made of, yeah. but it looks. Very fake. But it looks Very fake. Like like you said, adorable fake. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like very kids show, TV show, budget, uh, whatever. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, So the kids, I think, let's see, they escape the craft, right? And then they run away from the infamous bear. Am I I right? (laughs) And then the marshals need to go after them. But yeah, so this bear... This yeah, bear is I, a when whole I, yeah, dis- yeah, well... discussion on its own. So go ahead, Linnea, I can tell you're excited about this ice ice bear. Planet well... bear? No, what f- Planet bear? Polar, what? bear? Polar bear. Polar <laughs> bear! <laughs> Just to defend myself, it's isbjörn in Swedish, which is ice bears, that's why. But I can't defend yeah. myself from the planet bear. I have no idea where my mind went there. So go ahead, Linnea.
2: Uh, yeah, so when I first saw this... Bear. Uh, I immediately messaged Emma. and said, "Oh my God, this bear is fantastic," uh, and it's just like the silliest costume you can ever imagine. It yeah. doesn't look anything like a real polar bear. And I guess, I guess to some extent, I understand that because it is aimed at at kids. They couldn't have it too realistic because then it would it be too scary. Yeah. Uh, but it is you can so much. Tell that it is just a human in a bear suit, and he's on his hands and knees, and he's just sort of blind. crawling. Blind, he can't
1: see anything in there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, oh, it was amazing. Yeah,
1: I love the bear. <laughs> but let's also give the robot that shows up that shows up next some love because he's also like a very classic robot-looking robot. <laughs> oh yes, like he looks like a toy, and it's kind of funny because like. Um, he kidnaps like th- this robot is the Martian's robot who's sent to like find the kids again and he does so but then he's magically something something he can't kill the kids at least because they, there's one chief who's a bad guy in the Martian group and he tells the robot kill the children like kill them we don't need them uh, but the robot he can't do it because like he's magically turned into a big toy uh, and he looks like a toy and when he goes then the then the robot goes into santa's shop and he's supposed to like attack and like i don't know kidnap santa claus you know do do it on his own so uh, the martians do not need to be in the line of fire so to speak but Santa Claus is just laughing and he's like, oh, ho, ho, what a good robot toy. Like, he's very...
2: <laughs> I think, yeah, I actually wrote like down that. the quote here. Oh, when, yeah. uh, when Santa first sees the robot, yeah. he's like, you're the biggest toy I've ever seen. Yes, oh, it's, it's
1: kind of great. It's kind of great. It's very cute. <laughs> um, so he becomes like a toy. It's, he's like, um, what do you say? Like he's um, immobilized or whatever by Santa's uh, cheer. Santa's very cheery in this movie. I like this Santa. He's, he's just standing there like, ho, 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 ho. And then other yes. people for no reason go like, oh, ho ho, 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 Santa Claus. Oh, you're so funny. And he's just been laughing. If I just murdered your ears with my screaming and ho hoing, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, yeah, wh- what happens next? Um, hmm. Do you remember? <laughs> because I barely... Oh, yeah, well, they, they, the Martians go into the shop, workshop, and they just kidnap Santa. I don't think it, there's much too much to it after that, right?
2: No, no, that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, so then we're, um. we're on the aircraft again. And then, honestly, we come to a part that's kind of like the kids are hiding in, in like a cupboard, almost, on the aircraft... And, they're, and then they're being kept in a prison cell thing on this aircraft. And it goes back and forth a bit with things like that. Um, uh, filling out time or something, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think also what they wanted to do was establish a relationship to one of the Martians called Dropo. Uh, yes. He's kind of the nicest of the Martians and he's very sort of... He's, he's. You could almost describe him as jolly. Oh, hashtag <laughs>
1: foreshadowing. Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, so I kind of, I kind of think they wanted to see us, uh, or see the friendship develop between the kids and Droppo.
1: Yeah, and also like Santa hinting at and just saying that like, was it Droppo or Drollo? Droppo. Droppo I think. being like, oh, Droppo makes me laugh. Droppo is so nice and lovely. Like he's. Ep- pretty much santa approved you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh and then oh, what happens next i can't I, i'm trying to f- remember in which order these came and my notes aren't really helping me too much <laughs> um well there's <laughs> one you th- get yourself to blame there <laughs> yeah <laughs> very much so uh but um like the evil Santa, no, the evil Santa. Oh my god, the evil <laughs> Martian who was one of these, like in the chief thing group. Um, he, um, he. I don't know if he wants to kill Santa or something because he is not on board with kids being kids. Like he wants them to be tiny adults. So he's like, he does give a shit about this Santa plan. Uh, I think he would rather be king of Marsha, Mars alone and just have Santa living on the North Pole in Earth and everyone minding their own business because this chief just wants to be in war all the time. Like, he mentions, like, Mars was a planet of wars or whatever. I don't know. Warriors. Uh, but I think that the other Martians, they capture the evil Martian. Uh and then,
2: yeah, the evil Martian. And I, I like how we're just referring to him as evil Martian because not, it's neither name. of us can remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> evil Martians is everything you need to know. Uh, I think he tries to uh, space Santa Claus and the children, yes, uh, like oh, put them yeah. out the airlock, yes, uh, that's right. And for like just as half a minute the other Martians actually think he succeeded yeah uh, and are very angry about this but it turns out that uh, they survived because apparently you know Santa is Santa so he can fit through very small spaces so he could fit through like a hole in the door or whatever I didn't really understand that that was
1: I didn't get get it weird
2: yeah but the logic was that because Santa is Santa yeah he survived by crawling out the tiny space
1: exactly so But then then they make it to Mars and uh, they're talking about like, oh, but the the kids here, they need a Santa and a workshop. And Santa's like, well, I'll help you set up a workshop. Uh, Let's make some toys. It'll be great. And then I go home uh, and the chief, uh, Kimar, he's like, you're not going home. You're still kidnapped. And Santa's like, what? And while this is going on, uh, Droppo, the silly Martian or the jolly Martian. He kind of dresses up as Santa Claus, and he uh, he makes Santa noises and like cosplays as Santa, basically. And one night he's like, "Oh my God, I want to go to the toys toy shop and work on the toys and everything." And when he's doing this, like just before he enters, uh, the evil Martian has like recruited two other Martians in the prison Martian. Martian? <laughs> God, I'm losing it. <laughs> Too many Martian things in this. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so they've like br- br- they broke into the shop and they want to find Santa and sabotage the shop and everything. But then they see uh, quote unquote Santa Claus coming into the shop, but it's actually Droppo, But they, they can't tell because they're blind or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> I didn't understand that either. Like, no, how neither. can you not
1: tell? <sighs> That's
2: one of their own kind and not a human. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. Really yeah. And uh, it's especially since Dropper still has like his Martian yes, know, costume hat on his head. And that hat is so stupid looking. And that hat, it has these weird like, yeah, like pipes sticking and, out. Yeah. And I have I'm no s- idea what those are for. Like, as an engineer, I was just sitting there like... Well, that kind of pipe is for gas or for a liquid, but why is it in their their (laughs) hat? And I don't get it. And that that pipe was like still sticking out under the Santa hat. So I was like, why aren't they seeing that? Yeah, I don't understand. But but it's
1: it's this thing again with like the kids that are like the actual real kids watching this movie. They can kind of go like, "Oh, silly adult Martians." They can't see that it's not Santa, but we can clearly see that it's not Santa. <laughs> like it's kind of that yeah, funny yeah. adults being silly and stupid. Yeah, kind of.
2: yeah. I mean that kind of logic we have had in other kids' films as, as well. So, yeah. like, I, I guess. So
1: uh, I, I, buy I that. mean, as an adult, it's like, well, are they? But you know, it's for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but
2: I do, I do like the hats. Like they are stupid looking, yeah. but. I I do like them. They're kind of almost has a, like a steampunk look to them, I think, and I I enjoy that. Yeah,
1: I I, I kind of like the the Martian the way they look in general. Like there's just just green painted adults in leotards and like with bad <laughs> techno hat on top. I I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. They look kind of funny, and it's like their makeup is always like changing shades because like they're. I don't know they haven't applied it properly all the time so it's it's just it's just cute.
2: And I I have to give credit to the uh, interior in the spaceship. It did look better than the interior of the spaceship in Plan 9
1: from Outer Space. Oh, oh, by a mile. By a mile.
2: It didn't look great, but it did but, look a lot better yeah.
1: than Plan 9. In that way, these moves aren't anything alike because that's space ship <laughs> like the aircraft looks way better <laughs> yeah true <laughs> uh, and the acting i think well i don't know about plan 9 some i think it's well whatever we're not talking about plan 9 back to this movie uh so yeah there's some more shenanigans and like people just what's going on basically but the leader he's like on to the bad martians so um then there comes a scene like the culmination of everything Uh, and uh, that's when you have santa claus in i believe they're in the workshop and you have also martian kids and human kids and then the bad martian comes in the evil martian comes in and the kids just go at it like they go at this martian with like some sort of like toy guns and like just it's kind of funny because they're like throwing things at this adult person and, and they're having so much fun you can tell that the little kid actors are having real fun doing this <laughs> so it's kind of cute uh and then oh I don't remember what happens next everything just kind of works out then I guess
2: yeah I think uh, you know the, the the evil martian is uh, sort of stopped uh, enough, yeah. long enough by the kids, by, by them throwing toys at him, for the other Martians to arrive yeah. and basically arrest him.
1: Exactly, and then Santa's like, um, th- "Thanks, but uh, now I'm gonna go back." And you have Droppo coming in, and he's wearing the Santa suit, and he's like stuffed his belly like underneath his clothes with some balloons and things like that and the kids are laughing and it's obvious that well it's obvious to me at least that you know droppo is the new santa on mars like he mars oh my mm-hmm. god pronunciations uh, he's the new santa like mars santa why do you think apart from what we've touched on do you think people compare this movie to plan nine from outer space because i'm thinking that it's the low production value
2: yeah i think that's part of it Yeah. Um, uh, as I was researching this, the information that I could find was that this was recorded in a span of two weeks. So mm. <laughs> <Looks like laughs> I it. didn't put a lot of effort into it, let's say. Uh, they put a lot of heart into it, but not a lot of effort. And I think that's kind of the same thing with Plan 9 from Outer Space. You know, Edward mm. put a lot of heart into Plan 9, but not necessarily a lot of effort. Um, the special effects are worse in Plan 9, but they're not great in here either. Mm. I mean, we discussed <laughs> the polar bear, and that was that was quite epic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in a in a way, um, and also I think like like the script, the plot. Uh, while Plan 9 was more convoluted, uh, and this one is slightly more straightforward. Yeah. They're both kind of the same level of of silly, uh, and and. <sighs> I hesitate to, to use the word stupid because that sort of have negative mm. connotations. And I, I do like both these films, but they are kind of stupid, to be honest, both yeah. of them.
1: But I think that there's uh, something a bit more forgiving when you're making a kid's movie. I'm not saying that because it's a kid movie, you could get away with things being stupid and like badly produced or anything. But I think that kids are more forgiving when they're watching things. <laughs> Yeah, they might yeah. not care that the polar bear is looking ridiculous and that the, uh, let's say, that the ladder that you go down from from the aircraft is wobbly and doesn't look like anything <laughs> you'd put on a spacecraft ever. Uh, they might not care, you know? But as an adult, you get kind of nitpicky and that's why like Plan 9 could be torn to shreds if you really wanted to, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. anything else we want to say on that, maybe? Um, no, I just want to point out that I think Plan 9 from Outer Space and
2: Santa Claus Conquers the Martians uh, do a, a good double feature together. So if yeah. you have a movie night and you want to watch some silly, fun, mm. but bad B-movies, uh, these two together, uh, yeah. do. They, they go
1: very well together. Like, you start with Plan 9. And then you slowly go towards Christmas at the end of the night with Santa Claus. Yes. So you're preparing yourself for the (laughs) holiday. (laughs)
2: Actually, uh, my my DVD copy of this has some uh, uh, trivia on the back here. And it says that... uh, John Waters watches this film every Christmas. And if you don't know who John Waters is, according to what Wikipedia, he is an American film director, screenwriter, author, actor, stand-up comedian, journalist, visual artist, and art collector. What his, so, is he not, though? Like <laughs> That's everything. What? Pretty much, oh pretty much. Um, I recognize him. Uh, he had a role in, in uh, Suburban Gothic, which is a horror comedy film that I really like. Which I
1: haven't seen, and but you've recommended mm- it to me before. Before, I so
2: recommended I it to, it to you, too. yes. And he has a role in that, so I recognized him. And he watches this every Christmas. And I gotta say, as far as Christmas traditions go, that's not a bad tradition.
1: <laughs> I agree. I agree. And it's like, if we're just like going, uh, not off rails, but like slightly, uh, we have this sort of strange tradition, which I believed ended last year with a movie called Ivanhoe being. Um, ah! Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Being. Um, broadcasted or whatever you call Mm -hmm. uh, like on a certain channel here in Sweden every year Uh, and that is a kind of random and strange choice to have as a Christmas movie (laughs) being broadcasted (laughs) every year for I don't know how long 25 years or something like I remember this thing being on many times I've only seen it once though because I'm not one to really do like oh it's Christmas so I need to watch this I'm not that kind of person I'm just not uh, have you seen aivana by the way no
2: oh. i haven't but I, I know that it has been a tradition to to watch it at christmas yeah that's like some yeah. really strange
1: cultural history too to, <laughs> <laughs> to uh...
2: i do know we we usually at christmas uh there is some some animated things uh, like donald duck and such that are yeah. broadcast every christmas and that i always watch because usually my family have coffee at that point and we we put it on um but then as we sort of you know, doing the dishes after the, the coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, everyone leaves the, the, the TV on, and afterwards, there's a movie. It's a Swedish movie uh, that is called "Can Johanna." Oh yeah, it's hate, hate that short movie.
1: Movie though, like it's only half yes, an hour but I or something.
2: hate it. It makes me so uncomfortable, and I don't <sighs> know why we
1: broadcasting
2: that every christmas because
1: oh well here's it here's just, the thing like i, I actually fills me with angst for some reason i got that as a dvd from my sister I, I believe it was my sister like many many years ago like when i was a kid i don't really know why um and i watched it then and a few times but i can't really remember it because i don't really watch unless i'm with other people who like depending on how i spend christmas basically um I don't really watch the uh, Donald Duck thing. Uh, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I know everything. I'm not. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been like that for many years on my part. But but yeah, I I remember it being very sad though. So I can I can kind of yeah, to...
2: it's uh...
1: and it's not Christmas. It. It's not re- even really
2: put in Christmas no, times, right? From what what I can remember from Kändu Johanna, so it's about uh, a young uh, boy. Who he doesn't have a, a grandfather, so he pretty much just go to this home for elderly people mm. and and sort of quote unquote finds the grandfather there, uh, and it's supposed to be very touching as they sort of you know develop a friendship. But I just I I just find it so embarrassing, and I hate watching embarrassing things, and it just. It makes me feel very (laughs) bad. I just oh I don't know. It's oh no, no. It's not very Yeah, it's it's supposed to be a heartwarming, but it's not for me. I
1: just remember it's very sad. It's very sad. But uh like I said, it's it's been possibly that I saw it two years ago because I remember the television being on, but I can't I can't remember if I actually like looked. I don't know. Um, I
2: usually flee the room as soon as it starts. Well,
1: so. I mean th- that whole thing. Like let's spend let's spend a few minutes here because this this Donald. It's I don't remember what we what we even call this thing. Uh, it's just like Kalanka på jul, julanka. I don't even what do you, what do we call it? What do we call this segment? That I do just... fucking Swedish person sits in front of. Every... I
2: I think we just call it Donald Duck at Christmas, but I don't know like you have if that's put... the actual name because it's pretty much just a, a collection of random scenes from Disney uh Disney movies uh that we have collected together. And this
1: is like just Yeah, it's like a Christmas card from... <laughs> put this together. Christmas so. <laughs> cards from Disney, I think it's framed as. So we have Donald Duck and we al- there's also like the same we have like a presentation like a person that presents christmas television to people uh who's like lighting a candle and everything so that's like the base and then you have donald duck christmas then you have something some depressing 70s cartoon f af- right after and then you have can can you whistle johanna right
2: uh which <laughs> 70s cartoon are you it's
0: thinking like, about I'm it's
1: confused. a really sad 70s cartoon uh I, well here's the thing like i i, I have a vague memory of, of seeing this like two years ago but because like before that it's been many years since i paid <clears throat> attention mm-hmm. to this B- but like it there's a family and somewhere there's a coin that a boy picks up and then he gives it to people in need it's huh i i, I no, don't I'm, i have no I'm, idea i'm what gonna, you're talking about. i'm gonna about, google but now <laughs> i've I swear to God, every fucking this Christmas is this week.
2: Really began. important things people need to know in this podcast about Santa Claus conquers <laughs> you know
1: It's Christmas time. Let's let's be a bit jolly, okay? She said aggressively while keeping a th- knife to the throat of the listener. Uh, oh God, I'm I'm googling in English to find where the Christmas. Oh my God, Linia, <laughs> keep the people entertained while I Google. Okay.
2: Okay. So um, I can read some more, some more trivia here on the back of my DVD. Excellent. Uh, and this, I haven't been able to hundred percent confirm if this is true or not, but according to my DVD case, case it says that a number of uh, stock footage scenes from this film uh, was also used in uh, Doctor Strange Love by Stanley Kubrick.
1: More fun. I'm is... trying to find something.
2: Here. I, <laughs> the, I believe these scenes that they are talking about are uh, scenes of airplanes because as the Martians are flying around Earth looking for Santa Claus, uh, the Earth military notices them and sort of question, "What is this?" So I believe a few of those scenes were also used in Doctor Strange Love, which is strange because th- those are two very different films. <laughs> Um, and then another trivia on the back of my DVD case says that uh, '80s star Pia Sadorah uh, debuts in Santa Claus Conquers the Martians uh, uh, as a nine-year-old and she plays one of the Martian children. Uh, I wasn't actually familiar with Pia Sadora, who she is, but she has had a career as actress and uh, I think in music as well. Uh, her most famous film appears to be Butterfly. <laughs> which, the strange thing with Butterfly is that she won a Golden uh, Globe Award for Best Actress and a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Actress for the same role, <laughs> which was stupid and strange. Um, There seems, seems to be some rumors and speculation that maybe her husband bought the Golden Globe Award, but uh, that's been unconfirmed.
1: So um, yeah, how's it going about Carl you Jonsson's on My god, I ah. s- it was so hard to find this. Uh do you d- does that ring a bell? Yes, yes. the name rings a bell, yes. but
2: I don't usually watch that because I don't like the animation
1: style. Just yes, because it is it's terrifying. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> freaky and it's kind of depressing <laughs> and I kind of never ever want to watch it. It's from 1975. I'm I'm sure that a lot of people really love it and everything, but I don't know. There's something about Christmas TV. I'm just I'm just not interested. I think we should spend one day a year that we don't really watch television. But uh <laughs> whatever. Um <laughs> I always there's always one point in this podcast that I'm a bit salty. I don't mean to. If you wanna watch television on Christmas, go for it. It's just that it's the same thing on every year, you know, which makes me go, I uh, you know.
2: Yeah, I I understand. I mean, I do watch the Donald Duck medley that is on every Christmas. But like I said, that's mostly just because, you know, everyone else is. Yeah, yeah, everyone else is. And my family sit down at that point to have Mm. coffee and and cakes. And, you know, why not sit in front of the TV? Yeah, we do. Sure.
1: So, yeah. Santa Claus, Conquers the Martians. Just let's slide on into that again. Slide Mm -hmm. on in. What What
2: did you think of my trivia? Did you uh, listen to it?
1: It was excellent trivia. It's actually the best <laughs> trivia I've ever heard. Ever It was so interesting. I, I I I I will write you an essay on how great and and <laughs> factual and everything that trivia was.
0: was the Best, <laughs> just the best. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll have to listen to the episode <laughs> when it goes up so I can too hear it. Um. Do we want to, like, maybe talk about so, a bit about the themes that this movie has? Because, as far as I can tell, there's, there's two messages/slash themes in this movie. And it's like kids need to and should have the right to be kids, like playing and play, playing with toys, preferably uh, having fun and not worrying too much about, like, being the best at keeping information and just being, you know, an adult. T- too soon, you know. Like, so it's kids need need to be kids.
2: Um. Yeah, uh, I mean the Martian society uh, in this film is kind of a dystopian society because of the way they treat kids and the kind of expectations that they put on their kids. Um, and I think, like you said, there's a message in there yeah. that maybe we shouldn't project our own ideas on our kids too much. Yeah, <laughs> let let them be themselves.
1: Yeah, and like almost like. That it's also good for the adults to like be reminded of what it's like to be a kid yeah. to not to not um, ask too much of children, basically. But like the other, I said that there were two messages, but that's incorrect. Like what I meant with two themes, like you have kids being kids is a theme that is kind of the message. But then there's also like the underlying thing that I want to discuss a bit with you about, and that's the whole consumerism aspect to that kid being kid. Message, which Mm -hmm. is toys, and we all know that Santa Claus isn't real, so toys needs to be bought by someone, Uh, and that would be parents and something else. So consumerism, basically.
2: I yeah, I believe um, a few of the the toys that are used in the film are actual like brand toys that kids watching it in the sixties would have recognized. Yeah,
1: I'm not surprised because there was like a tiny. Tiny tank and something that and a looked...
2: ray gun uh, looking thing. Oh,
1: really? I didn't notice that, but I w- there was one like yeah. that looked like a Native American toy, uh, mm-hmm. and you had. Oh, I can't remember. The... There was something else, but um... so basically, like buy, buy childhood. You know, um, buy. You need to buy stuff to have a yeah. nice. I don't... playful childhood. <laughs>
2: I don't know if that's an an intended message. Oh, I don't think I, so. I,
1: and that's not what i I kind of, yeah, at, I kind of
2: feel like this movie is a bit too innocent for a message
0: like that. Yeah, and that's but why it, I said like uh, the theme is like
1: there's an underlying thing where the um, t- to get the sort of like childhood thing that they want, you need to consume. So you need to consume toys, and you need to consume TV time. <laughs> <laughs> like watching yeah. television kid shows, and that is yeah. consuming media, consuming like um, products, especially thinking that um, yeah. kids' shows I think are that's, usually like c- can be commercials. Uh, so.
2: okay. that, that will kind of that theme or that message will kind of be the result in any adaptation you do of uh, Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, because of who he is and because of the tale of Santa Claus. Yeah. So, kind of difficult to escape. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it can't be done, but it will be difficult to not have toys being a theme in a Santa yeah, movie. Yeah, but you
1: could... The, the, I mean, I can't say any specific movies right now, but there, I know I've watched things that um, kind of put a bit more um, weight on maybe relationship and being friendly and giving what you can which mustn't be like a toy or something a a thing basically and that Mm -hmm. it's the thought that counts and that isn't really anywhere to my knowledge or to what I picked up at least uh, in this movie and it's more something I thought after the movie was done that you had toys and television um, you know Mm. There weren't too many. No, I, yeah. I agree. There wasn't like, oh, kids need to start playing with each other. Like the toys and Santa were the enabler for them to play with each other. They couldn't just like do it on their own, basically. Mm. But otherwise, it is a very innocent <laughs> and uh, joyful movie, and I don't really see the harm in showing this to a kid today. I think.
2: No, I cannot want to discuss the title of the film, which mm? is Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. And usually when you use the word conquer, it's something violent or war connected in Mm. some way. But obviously in this film it's not. Santa Claus conquers the Martians by convincing the Martians to celebrate Christmas and to have their own Santa Claus and to let kids be kids and all that. But Santa doesn't really do much in the film. It's... Mostly the kids, both the human kids and the Martian kids, and Droppo, yeah. who are the active players. So the title isn't really well; it's, it doesn't fits that well <laughs> with what actually happens in mm. the film. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Did you think about this? Well, I
1: was a bit like when we when I s- when I sat down to watch this movie, I was like. I wonder what this is gonna be. <laughs> Just because the title is kind of strange, like "conquers," you, it makes you think of like maybe Santa Claus will uh, invent some weird toys and they'll uh, throw them in projectiles against Mars, Mars or Martians, and you know, um, like fun wartime maybe. Uh, so I didn't really know what to expect, but I kind of, I kind of think that it's fun that way like it makes you think of something but then it's something else uh, and also like maybe santa claus as a concept conquers <laughs> the martians rather than mm-hmm. santa claus himself being like the um the active uh hero <laughs> of uh, of the movie like it's instead it's instead the kids and roppo and the sort of underdogs and that are um Making the change, and I kind of like that, so I don't mind it. It's it's a weird title, but at the same time, I kind of like that. It's not what you think it's gonna be.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's an intriguing yeah, title. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll give it that. So, I yeah, mean, it, if I like
1: you, it. if you were just to see that title, it could almost be like maybe an a spoofy adult movie, but it could be. I mean, it could be anything. You know, it could be like a gory weird yeah, you I know
2: mean, <laughs> like pretty pretty much it could be anything from horror
1: to porn yes yeah. <laughs> yes and i think that's why it's kind of funny that it's that it's a very uh, innocent little christmas <laughs> kid movie <laughs> where no one is really conquered at all
0: <laughs> so
1: yeah i don't know i like it <laughs> What um, I will so, say, yeah. if I, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. if I'm going to put like a tiny, tiny, like a little bit of critique, maybe it's that the, because they're two human kids, um, it's a boy and a girl. And I think they're brother and sister. And mm-hmm. I get that or, usually an older sibling is the one taking charge, but I do feel like they that the sister didn't really have much to do <laughs> because she <laughs> no. was kind of just being dragged along with whatever the brother wanted to do. So yeah. I would have liked to see a bit more interaction between the two of them, like scheming and and just like a bit more, I don't know, it, it just seemed yeah, I, like I, you, he could have been dragging along a doll for all I knew, so... It would have been a bit more... I mean, the,
2: the most I remember of her from the film is when the kids meet the Martians for the first time. Yes. And she asks them, are you a television? Because they have antennas yeah. on their hands.
1: <laughs> That's like the only thing that she <laughs> brings to this movie. So I would have liked a bit more interaction between them two. I think that would have been a bit like, cuter, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I want to talk about um, when the, the Martians kidnap. Kidnap Santa from Earth. They have some sort of freeze rays or something. I don't know what's what it's called, mm. but freeze ray is a pretty uh, apt description. Um, which they use to sort of freeze the Santa elves and Mrs. Claus, mm-hmm. uh, so they are sort of paralyzed. I guess um, it's never resolved if the freezing is like. Oh my god. So are, are they still frozen there? Or has that like passed? I don't. They never mention it again. So like when Santa returns to Earth. Are they alright? Or are those people still standing there? They I have
1: shat themselves. <laughs> and they are thirsty and hungry. <laughs> and scared. <laughs> and Santa Claus can't do anything about it. Because it's unknown technology. So what can he do? <laughs> yeah. Oh god. The horror. I don't want to watch Santa Claus Conquers the Martians too. I, I I hear it's it's horrific it's horrific (laughs) and traumatizing Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i mean that's that's one of the loose threads in this film i think yeah
1: um let's let's put it like this maybe it's time like set on a timer so defect
2: i mean i would imagine it's probably just temporary yeah and that's as soon as the Martian ship has taken off, then they will be all right. But they never never actually established that and say that, and that's what I wanted to know. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I didn't even think about that. So I'm guessing that once the script was written, they didn't either. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, there's quite a lot of details. That they have just sort of, nah, not important in this film. Like, the motivation for the evil Martian, like what even is his motivation? No, no, but his
1: motivation. I, I actually understand him in a way, because he has glorified what Mars is. So to him, like, Mars is a planet of warriors and like, grown people doing grown things. It's not a planet that cares about toys and having fun and being silly that doesn't mm-hmm. that does, does not belong in the ordered grown-up warrior society that he um, idolizes so i get him completely yeah Did okay you, so yeah.
2: He's, he he's like a patriot who doesn't like change
1: very apt description yes <laughs> yes
2: i can understand that yeah. because i i mean i do know that those people exist on earth as well so, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> in abundance <laughs> <sighs> well so that's the evil martian um, anything else? Anyone else? Well, I
2: wanted to just—I'm looking at my notes here—and mm. uh, we talked about the robot named Torg. Mm-hmm.
1: I think Torg his is. name was.
2: Uh, I just want to say that I think he was underused. Oh, I think they could yeah, use more of him. Yeah,
1: definitely. Especially since. Even he though could it, is,
2: yeah. mm, it is a silly robot costume, but I thought he was kind of cute, and I wanted to see more of him.
1: Yeah, and like. Especially considering that Santa could uh, charm him, basically, so there could have been yeah. something fun with with Santa Claus being like, Torg, come to me, Torg, open up this prison door. You know, it could have yeah. been fun. I, I don't
2: actually believe that the Martians take Torg with them back. So supposedly, Torg is still on Earth with the rest. Mm. Oh, and maybe will he's like work in the Santa Claus yeah. workshop. <laughs>
1: So when Santa comes back, like Torg has m- Mama Santa Claus on his <laughs> arm and, and Mama Santa Claus is like, we don't need you to come back. You can you can go back to Mars. You're not welcome here anymore. <laughs> I've upgraded to <some> speak. <laughs> and Torg is like, beep, bop, bop, <laughs> bop.
0: <laughs> Oh my god, oh. that's so fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Santa, Torg.
2: <coughs> Santa Torg. Santa Torg. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, a neat little film, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I I've had a lot of fun with it, mm. and I sat here giggling to myself as I was watching yeah. it, because uh, it did make me happy to see yeah. it, so that's worth Agreed. quite a lot.
1: Agreed. It's a bit slow in the beginning, maybe if you're... it's like... Because like the production value and everything, like you're being transported into another time. So... but um, like... Just... just immerse yourself in it and then it'll be... It'll be entertaining and uh, sweet. So anyways, let's move on to our usual questions that we have in every episode. So let's start with replace an actor to improve the movie. And the premise for this one is that you're in a time machine and you can bring any actor from any era to replace one actor in this movie. Who would you bring?
2: Well, I'm very bad at this question. I actually am not, I don't have a great imagination. So I'm gonna pass this time. But Aww. I do have a suggestion. But we will get to that one later. Okay, okay, interesting. Um, uh, or it's it's not my suggestion, but it's a suggestion. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to that later.
1: Well, I do have an actor <laughs> that I want to bring into this movie. And I'm thinking like, if, you th- if you're if you thinking of the 60s and you're thinking about men, and then you're thinking about action movies, then you will think of Sean Connery. So I want to bring Sean Connery to... ...this movie just to bring up the sexiness level to the max. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, depending on your tastes, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm casting Sean Conner as Kemar. Because even though Kemar, who is the leading chief Martian person, whatever... ...even though I think that actor is doing a, a fine job in the role... I believe that someone with the charisma of Sean Connery could uh, could uh, yeah could make something excellent of Kimar.
2: Yeah, that sounds really really good.
1: Yeah. And then you'll have
2: now the- now I can just I'm I'm sort of hearing in my head you know Sean Connery saying things like oh I'm from Marsh right <laughs> right <laughs> which that was a very bad Sean Connery impression but in my head it sounds much better and it sounds funny so, yeah yeah I yeah. like it.
1: Yeah, just him delivering all the lines in there, it's, it's going to be f- kind of entertaining, I think. So, yeah. Sean Connery. <laughs> so, next up is Relationship Wreck. And for this question, the premise is, fantasize about a romantic relationship that we don't see in this movie, but you want it to happen, a.k.a. ship it. So, who would you ship, Linnea? Well, I mean it is a movie for kids
2: and there are kind of mostly kids actors in it so it's kind of Strange, but I would want to ship Dropo and Santa (laughs) because they're both kind of cute together and they're both, you know, jolly. And I can just imagine them sitting like around a campfire and just, you know, saying ho, ho, ho to each other, like having an hour long conversation that is just ho, ho, ho. And they would understand each other and it would be really
1: romantic. Yeah, and at the very least, they'd make an excellent like best friends relationship. So, (laughs) you know, maybe not a romantic relationship, but... An excellent friendship relationship. Ship, 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 ship. So, I'm gonna ship uh, the one that I just came up with <laughs> a few <laughs> sentences ago, basically. And that would be Torg and Mama Claus. I just really like the idea of the two of them together. <laughs> like, Mama Claus being like, You just left me. I don't know what's happening, but I have this Torg person, Torg droid here, and I wanna. <laughs> yeah. So. Torg and Mama class. it could I be. mean,
2: Torg supposedly, since he's a robot, he's superior to a human being and he's right? stronger and, and all, just you know, more physically fit and all that. Imagine all As the Santa toys he Claus, could make.
1: So, you yeah. know, just to keep it a bit PG-13 so here in <laughs> this podcast, is <laughs> be not being very good at it the most times, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, With all you're that- making dolls can <laughs> <of> toys, Okay. <laughs> Oh, I love that you went there! I didn't even think about that! Yes! That was <laughs> <from> toys, sure! <laughs> oh my god, Torg. Torg, he is one naughty, <laughs> naughty robot. He is not being very nice. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> okay. So, from sex toys to uh, award toys! <laughs> Argue why this should win a Gordon, and a Gordon is of course our version of an Oscar. What do you have for me, (laughs) Linnea?
2: Well, obviously this should win a Gordon for the best polar bear uh, Mm. suit, or special effect, Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to refer it as, because that suit was epically bad, but still, you know, epic in its adorableness. (laughs) Yes. Depending on your mood. <laughs> but yeah. It was, yeah. So, it was yeah, silly but cute, but just, oh, yeah, oh yeah,
1: I liked it. It absolutely deserves Gordon. And as per usual, it did win a Gordon. So, you know, <laughs> at least that's one award that they can put a sticker on on the DVD of this movie.
2: <laughs> now I kind of want to do some research here and go out and watch films from 1964 to see if I can find another. Polar bear suit that is sillier than this one.
1: Maybe it's maybe you'll find one, but it's the same, and it's just like touring uh, bad yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't call this one bad though. But uh,
2: I don't, I don't have time for this. But it is a challenge I would be up for doing uh, if I had more time.
1: Or maybe someone could go on Facebook and tell us if they've seen an equally adorable slash bad uh, polar bear suit. <laughs> From the year Definitely. 1964. Yes, you know, tell us. As you can find us on StarCrash Podcast <clears throat> on Facebook. Uh, anyways, uh, I think that this should win a Gordon for the most unpractical and mysterious green hat in the year <laughs> 1964. <laughs> I yeah, didn't like, put that too what... eloquently, but like it should <laughs> that hand hat needs to win something, so I'm putting it in that into that category green and mystical I, I
2: totally Pet understand cat. why because you know, like I said, as an engineer, I just kept staring at that hat and just questioning what is it how does, does it do? work like is it is it electrical is it like liquid or gas, or does it even do anything is it just decorative i yes. don't know i think the latter. i think awesome. it's just
1: <laughs> fabulous it's just there to be fabulous and they all want to match each other so that's why they're <laughs> all wearing the same hats basically it's like crocs it's everywhere so <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my god yeah awesome hats. yeah
1: so from gordon's to the Sea of remakes and reboots and everything that we are currently swimming in in the year of 2018. Uh, do you think that this should be remade in 2019? The year that we're soon going into.
2: Well, I kind of... Before I get into if I want to remake or not, I kind of want to delve into this movie's legacy. Um, obviously, you know, it's it's kind of well-known at this point as a cult film, and it's known for being featured on Mystery Science Theater Mm. and all that. Uh, And it has actually a surprisingly big legacy, because there has been, uh, according to Wikipedia and other sources, a comic book adaptation, a novelization, uh, several stage productions, and at least one musical based on this. So oh my there God. has been quite a lot. I of wish you could Close, see Congress my face right now.
1: <laughs> I wish you could see my face right now because my eyes are the size of planets. Like what the? Yes.
2: What? Um, if you want to check out the comic, uh, I don't know if if you can find scanned copies of it online. Maybe, uh, but uh linkara from atop the fourth wall on youtube made an episode of it where he 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 takes a look at it uh so you can check that out maybe we could Um, maybe we could
1: um put that on facebook maybe we'll see yeah
2: Yeah, Um, um and there actually has been talk of a remake uh they they have a producer, which is uh, David Zucker. I'm not familiar with what he has done, but he's connected to this. Uh, And this is sort of to go into uh, the um, replace an actor uh, question we had earlier. Uh, He wanted to have Jim Carrey starring as Droppo in this uh, remake. But apparently this remake is in development hell at the moment. Uh. Don't know if we if it actually will happen, but we we almost did have a remake of this. And mm. I think that's pretty pretty awesome actually. So should this be remade in 2019? Uh well I do I would really like to see a version of this with Jim Carrey. I think that would be pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I'm a bit um Jim Carrey is fine. It's been a long time since I actually saw him in anything, so I don't really know how he is nowadays you know mm-hmm. um, but i do think that there is a lot of actors that could make a good drop for example i really think that um what's his name oh my god the jurassic world guy uh chris pratt? chris pratt P- chris pratt for example could do that or you know i don't know if this is because i just started re-watching parks and recreations but Amy Amy Polar <laughs> or however you pronounce her name, she could also be an excellent, like silly dropo um, person. So no, 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 she would be the polar bear, would she? Though, because you need to have an, <laughs> a talking Amy Polar to really appreciate her. I think. But it was
2: a joke on her name.
1: Oh my <laughs> God! Well, this is the thing about me though, because sometimes jokes can just fly over my head, like. Like you can't even <laughs> see them because they go by so fast. Uh, yeah, of course she's and gonna you, pay. And you
2: are not drags from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't get that one either. Uh,
2: Is he really in the good? Guardians of with- the Galaxy.
1: <laughs> no, no, but he he's like. He,
2: he has like I don't know Asperger's or something, so he's very literal. Oh, okay. uh, And and uh, and uh, Rocket says that oh you know don't make jokes to him they go over his head and he's like no no no
1: my reflexes are too fast <laughs> I would catch the jokes. <laughs> yeah no I'm not like Drax at all. No 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 if I if they go over my head then they're gone and I, I I'm I'm too slow I'm gonna stumble trying to catch them so. <laughs> but yeah so Chris Pratt and Amy Poehler I would think make fun uh droppo uh, characters not too sure about the Jim Carrey one but uh, just like in general would this be a fun would, it, would would I even want to see this thing happen uh why not why not I, I think that there is something really funny about merging uh, like classic invasion, you know from space Martians invasion invasion with Santa Claus, I think it's kind of there's something really funny about that I think so why not you know try to make that fun in 2019 as well?
2: yeah I mean I'm not big into Christmas films, but if it's a science fiction Christmas film, I would watch it
1: so yeah 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 definitely
0: <clears throat>
1: so on that note, like this is our last episode of the year we've had this is our ninth episode and we started this podcast this year uh is there something we want to say about that maybe just to round things off a bit um before we say well
2: i've i've really enjoyed it and um, i think we have a a good concept going on here Mm -hmm. um we're still going to be tweaking a few things in the structure of the podcast in the next year but i i do I've had a lot of fun and I think we watched some really fun movies, and we're definitely going to continue with this in 2019. Yeah. Um, and uh, as Eva mentioned before, we have a Facebook page at StarCrash Podcast, so go in there and leave a feedback to us if there's something you want to point out. We welcome all feedback.
1: Yeah. We've had some, uh, some duds, but we've also had some diamonds, I think. Um, yes. And. Uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about a bit a bit more about that in our like beginning of the year episodes. Um but yeah, it- because there would there will be uh, special episodes yes, where we
2: we're not exactly. we're not talking about uh specific films but uh uh talking about, you know, looking back at the year and mm. looking ahead at 2019 and our expectations uh, and I believe we also wanted to do make some top lists mm. of our favorite films and stuff like that. So Look forward to that in January. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, listeners, have you seen Santa Claus Conquers the Martian? Uh, like I said, we want to know what you think. So go to our Facebook page, uh, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes. Uh, we will be back on January the 6th with a special episode. So, uh, look forward to that. Um, and as a bonus. In the end of this episode, we have added the theme tune to Santa Claus Conquest the Martians, and we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
1: Merry Christmas. <laughs> 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 See you in 2019.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <Yes. laughs> Bye.
1: Watch the movie for this, Uh, fuck, edit that out, my god.